0: This is 10 Things I Like About, a 10 minute, 10 episode podcast about unknown or misunderstood wildlife. Welcome to the pilot episode of 10 Things I Like About. This is a podcast about misunderstood or unknown creatures in nature. Some we'll find right outside our doors, and some are continents away, but all are fascinating. Just a bit about my background. My name is Kirsten and I have a master's degree in animal behavior and did my thesis on the breeding behavior of the tricolored bat. I was a zookeeper for many years and have worked with all sorts of animals from Abba aba fish to tigers to ravens to domesticated dogs and so many more in between. Many of those years were spent in education programs and the most important lesson I learned was that the more information someone has about a particular animal, the less they fear them. The less they fear them, the more they crave information about them, and before you know it, you've become an advocate for that misunderstood animal. This podcast will focus 10, 10-minute 10 episodes on different animals and their amazing characteristics. Please join me on this fascinating journey. You won't regret it. Now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let's get started with our first animal, the pangolin. A pangolin is a mammal that is found in both Asia and Africa. There are eight species of pangolin. Their diet consists mainly of ants and termites. In general, they have an elongated head and tapered muzzle, and a long slender body with a tail that is often the longest portion of their body. The most unique thing about pangolins is that they are covered in scales. Yes, that's right. This is a mammal covered in scales. They look like living, breathing artichokes. I'm not kidding you. It's the only mammal on the planet that is actually covered in scales. For those of you who remember grade school, one of the key characteristics of mammals is that they are covered in fur, or at least have some sort of hair on their body. So how is this a mammal if it's covered in scales? Excellent question, everyone. The scales are made of keratin. Which, here we go, is the fibrous protein that is the main structure of, you guessed it, hair. These scales are similar to our fingernails, but much, much thicker. The scales of a pangolin make up almost 20% of their total body weight. That's quite a lot of hair. Can you imagine having so much hair on your body that it equals 20% of your body weight? Talking about a Rapunzel moment here, folks. As an aside, pangolins also follow the other three tenets of mammals, which are giving live birth, and pangolin babies are some of the cutest babies on the planet. They do nurse their young with milk that they produce themselves, and they are endothermic, which means they're warm-blooded. Their scales grow directly out of the skin and are anchored at the base of the scale, into the skin. They grow from the base and they wear away at the ends, so just like our fingernails. As pangolins dig through dirt or climb through trees, the scales are filed down or chipped. The scales do grow continuously through the pangolin's life and can be shed and replaced as the pangolin ages. Pangolins are covered from nose to tail by these scales, with the exception of their underbelly and the inner surfaces of their legs, and that is covered with, you guessed it, hair. A great way to tell the difference between Asian and African pangolins is to look for the sparse bristle hairs that stick out between the Asian pangolin scales. African species of pangolins don't have the hair that stick out in between the scales. Now pangolin scales can come in many different colors depending on the species because as before I did mention there are eight different species. They can vary in color from kind of a tannish light brown to a dark brown to an olive to a black. So a lot of different ranges there. Because of these scales, penguins are also referred to as scaly anteaters, even though they're not really related to anteaters at all. But you may be asking yourself, what is the purpose of these scales? I did, besides making them adorably cute. What do they do for them? Plenty of mammals run around only covered in fur, so why do pangolins have scales? This is an excellent and observant question, my listeners, and I applaud you for having it. The scales on pangolins are overlapping. They go directly out of the skin and act as armor protecting them from ants because that is what they eat. When a pangolin finds an ant nest, it tears it open to get to the ants inside. So as anyone who has accidentally purposely disturbed an ant nest Nose the ants don't calmly come out and ask you to leave they don't do that they swarm the intruder with the intent of biting them to the brink of death when your diet consists mainly of something that bites you back you need to protect yourself while you eat so enter overlapping scales made of tough keratin The ants cannot bite through the thick keratin scales, and the overlapping structure prevents the ants from actually wiggling down in there and getting to the pangolin's vulnerable skin. The size of the scales varies depending on the species, from just under 2 centimeters on the white-bellied tree pangolin to almost 12 centimeters on the giant ground pangolin. The shape will also vary depending on the species and where the scale is found on the body. Most look like little clamshells, while some look like human fingernails. This is nature at its best, but it's not the only reason for the scale armor. Pangolins in both Asia and Africa have to worry about predators that do not want to pass them up as what they think might be an easy meal. But a pangolin is far from an easy meal. They can curl into a ball so tight that not one millimeter of their soft underbelly is exposed. These scales are extremely thick and slick. It's almost impossible for a predator to bite through them. Only lions, hyenas, and leopards have a chance of getting through the pangolin's defenses, and it's often too much work for them. Filmmakers and scientists have seen a pride of lions give up on opening a pangolin because the difficulty getting them open was just more than they wanted to do once that pangolin was all the way rolled up. So instead of wasting time trying to open that pangolin, they just moved on to something easier to catch. A few minutes after that pride left, the pangolin got up and trotted away unharmed. This armor is so effective at warding off attacks that scientists at the University of California, San Diego, are studying why it is so effective in an effort to improve human body armor. The scientists have discovered that the key seems to be in the overlapping structure of the scales and are now focusing on three shapes of scales found on the pangolin. The broad rhombic shape found near the shoulders... The peltate shape, found along the torso, and the folding shape, found along the tail, are the three main shapes that these scientists are studying. The orientation of the scales is also important. Pangolin scales point backwards from the nose to tail, with the sharp edge exposed. Their next steps in studying pangolin scales is to measure compression, bending, nano-scratch, and nano-indentation. I really can't wait to see what they find out. The sharp edges of the scales can also make a good weapon, and when a pangolin is threatened, they can wave their tail back and forth using the sharp scales as a pre-roll-up defense strategy. Many of the scales on pangolins are sharp enough to cut through skin. These hard, overlapping scales that make pangolins look like pine cones are one of their most amazing attributes, but it is also a significant reason for their decline in population. Pangolins have become the most trafficked animals on the black market, and it's mainly due to their scales. Many Asian cultures use their scales in Eastern medicine, believing they can magically cure illnesses, even though they are made up of keratin, which has no medical value. The main countries demanding illegal pangolin scales are China and Vietnam. In 2017, the government of Cameroon burned 80,000 kilograms of confiscated pangolin scales. That's approximately 15,000 dead pangolins. Between the years of 2014 and 2018, 185 tons of scales were confiscated by authorities, an equivalent of 370,000 dead pangolins. All eight species of pangolin are listed as critically endangered, endangered, or vulnerable by the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, more commonly known as the IUCN. Please visit savepangolins.org to find out what you can do to save this unique animal. And join me next week for another 10-minute podcast focusing on another thing I like about Hangolins. this has been an episode of 10 things i like about with kirsten and company original music written and performed by Catherine camp piano extraordinaire